We're in St. Vincent and Lisbon today. David talks technical and using WhatsApp on a ship. And we're talking about Facebook chat groups today. And we host about 20 groups under the Love to Cruise banner by Doris Visits. Love to Cruise Pino Azura. Love to Cruise Saga. Love to Cruise Cunard. <laughs> now we've started, it's hard to leave anyone out. Oh yeah, Love to Cruise Morella. Love to Cruise Fred Olsen. Okay, okay. The list's on dorisvisits.com. With all the port guides we film to make your travelling easier. And we find odd things like the tree tree fishing in St. Vincent. Yeah. That's a great example of things we find for cruisers who feel they've been somewhere a million times, but they've never seen this. The main island of St Vincent has a working port. The old school's interesting, but there's only one white sand beach and a couple of yellow sand beaches, which most cruisers go to. However, the quay is a paradise. Yes, it is. The quay, one of my most favourite ports. I really, really enjoy the quay. It's... Um, it's just magical. The beaches are unspoiled. So you liked it? I did. I can't, <laughs> I, I can't say enough about the quay. I actually want to go back there, definitely. Yeah. Actually, funny enough, our last podcast on which ship, we did discuss that only small ships can get into an island like that. Yes, it's a boat trip to Bequay from, from St. Vincent, yeah. but it's just idyllic and it's my dream vision of the Caribbean. But on this occasion in St. Vincent, we walked from the port and a lady called Ruth tried to sell you a bucket full of fish. <laughs> I remember. You only have to walk about 300 yards left outside the port and it becomes more hustly and bustly and we've just found a street market. Get some salt with yeah. some onion and some garlic. Yeah. A little tip of black pepper. Yeah. And some curry and yeah. you you can put some wow. sieve in them too. And some flour and you mix them and fry. Yeah. And so that's a local yeah. dish. Yeah. 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 I call us treats. Thank you, Ruth. <laughs> so this is how they catch the chichi that Ruth in the market was selling. Gotta get a bag. Yeah. Put it down in the water with stones around. Uh huh. Yeah. The small fish swim into the leaves of the palm. So they take the rocks out that hold the nets down, and then they pick up the ferns and then they shake them to make sure that all the fish are left in. That isn't much, so you have to leave it like until maybe a little later on the farm. This really is a family business. That film is worth seeing. YouTube.com at Doris Visits. Chi Chi. Or find it easier on DorisVisits.com. Ports, Caribbean, St. Vincent. For just two or three Eastern Caribbean dollars, you can get a bus from the further of the two bus terminals along the seafront from the cruise ship jetty. And we show you that on Doris Visits. We've had this beach to ourselves for years, and now the ship excursions go there, and local families sell beers and snacks and barbecue on the beach for tourists. If you want to travel with the locals, see our St Vincent film on Doris Visits, and we show you the bus terminals at the port. As well as the films, we have the chat groups with some great experts and moderators. And we always want more conversation starters and question answerers. But today is about one particular group. Anyone can be made solo by bereavement or a breakup. 
We hosted a solo cruises group, which was successful. But then we found Peter, who was so in touch with solo cruises and ran his own site. We merged our members into Pete's Cruises for Solos and adopted that group into our Doris Visits family. The solos still chat on the main ship groups. Last week, we talked a lot about huge ships, the huge ship I own And during the week, I actually saw on that group, I noticed solos chatting to each other within the group, making a note of the fact that the solos have a meeting at 10 o'clock in the morning in the Crow's Nest Bar. Always check your daily paper. At Love to Cruise Doris Visits, we set the groups up so the members can help each other and we step in if something's reported. We're not interested in a race for numbers. It's about having a group that works. The guests run the groups. They have gotten us to way over 100,000 members across the whole groups. And we have nearly 2 million views on youtube.com slash at Doris Visit. We blog cruises for solos from all of our ship groups. That includes uh, Love to Cruise Saga, Love to Cruise Fred Olsen, as well as from the cruise novels like Cruise Ship Heist, which in a Kindle format has a direct link to the chat groups. And it's been a huge success. So everyone, meet Pete. How has Cruises for Solos grown? Wow, I don't know where to start because we've gone from something like 4,000 solo members last year to an incredible 38,500 members, which is just unbelievable. And we have members from all over the world And the members are amazing because if you haven't cruised before and you ask a question, the members are amazing at coming on, giving advice, giving tips, giving help, giving support. And it makes a huge difference because if you haven't cruised before and you are nervous, making that decision to cruise for the first time is never easy. Pete, you now have collaborations here and across the sea. Who else is in the team now? Lizzie Lou and Cruiser Nivallison. We have Fraser, who is a solo traveller, dot uk um in america we have we have mr bucket list yes justin who's mr bucket list and the legend chili cruises who even has a bar named after him on a carnival cruise line purely because of his bar bill you recently hosted a special singles cruise on an msc ship yes gene the MSC Virtuosa, unbelievable, record-breaking 400 solo cruises. Can you believe that? I don't think there's ever been a cruise ever anywhere in the world that has had 400 solos on board. And there was like 3,000 maximum. It was like, wow. I mean, it was an incredible cruise. Where did you go? France, Spain, Morocco, to Lisbon, to Mallorca. We've got a little piece on something special in Lisbon, Peter. So if you'd stay with us so that we can dig on this a bit more. Thank you for the invite. Really appreciate it. Ports that repeat on you. Like kippers at breakfast. No, like Gibraltar, Madeira and Malta. We went to Lisbon a few times this year and we'd always said that we would try and take a train to a palace. The whole film is on YouTube.com at Doris Visits, but it was Easy. The Palace of Clues is an 18th century palace and has been used in movies and the miniseries Gulliver's Travels, where it doubled as Brobdingag. The palace wing, the pavilion of Donna Maria, is now used as a guest house for visiting foreign heads of state. OK, this is how to get there. Walk along the coastal road towards Commercial Square. You'll know it because of the huge statue of King Jose mounted on his horse in the middle. Walk through the square... 
then the second square, and as you go up to the top square, three squares in a row as you walk away from the sea, the Rosio station is on your left-hand side, and this is the best one to go from. The station is in the square where the shuttle bus often drops you off. Wow. Thank you very much. Thank you. So I bought two tickets for Kelu's, and he knew what I was talking about. So that was an easy journey, 18 minutes it took. Come down the escalator and you'll see a signpost for the palace. This way, follow the signs. So we've arrived at the palace, it's just one straight road down and it's an 18 minute walk after the 18 minutes on the train, not far. The throne room, also known as the Great Room, was designed by French artist Jean-Baptiste de Robillon and dates back to 1774. It's Rococo style. It looks like the restoration work is absolutely non-stop. This room was built between 1754 and 1762. It's the Room of Columns, the evening music room. The ceiling in the ambassador's room is one of the most unique works of art. It depicts the royal family attending a music session. This painting is a copy and if you look at the character dressed in black, you will see he is wearing a pair of 20th century glasses and no one knows why. This room has paintings depicting La Mancha and Don Quixote. The audio guide is an app on your phone and there's a QR code to take you on a quest around the garden. Nowadays, everything is worked off your phone. Not to be missed, the tiled ceramic canal. It's decorated with 18th century scenes and the royal family often used to take a boat down here on sunny afternoons to enjoy themselves. The palace is often referred to as the Portuguese Versailles. In 1908, it became the property of the state and was extensively restored in 1934 following a serious fire, which gutted a third of its interior. Most of the paintings are copies. Many of the statues in the gardens were imported from Italy, but these lead statues were commissioned by John Cheer, the British sculptor. That's nice to see. A British sculptor's work as a main feature in a foreign palace. I'm glad you said British. I know. We got into trouble for saying a cruise ship had an English socket. It should have been British. So easy to have a woke attack nowadays. Are you resigning? No. That journey from <laughs> Lisbon... <laughs> I have not been cancelled. No, that journey from Lisbon to the palace was remarkably easy. There and back was half a day. We were at the timeout market in Lisbon for a livener before seeing... Oh, What's his name? Gary Barlow. <laughs> That's it. Cruising Tips Pete is with us. And you were telling us of solo cruises you hosted with over 400 solo cruisers. What made you most proud, Pete? The one thing I wanted to do was make sure as many solos met each other as possible and had the opportunity of sharing the cruise with each other. And the biggest thing I was proud of on that particular cruise was that they, MSC didn't do a hosted solo meeting I bumped into the captain and the vice captain and the third in command just walked past me in a bar. And so I quickly jumped up, said, can I have a selfie? And I explained that it'd be lovely to have a hosted solo meeting because they had an unhosted solo meeting. Within 10 minutes, the, uh, the cruise director was there, a chap called Chris, who was amazing. And he said, can I let's have a chat? 
And I had a chat with him. And again, he's number two and number three. Explained about why the hosted solo meeting makes all the difference. Totally agreed. And within a day, we had a hosted meeting. And it made all of the difference. So that was just wonderful. As an organised event, which was a huge undertaking to take 400 solo cruisers away, was it a success? The solos had a really good time. It was an incredible record-breaking cruise. I hosted the first few meetings and I lost my voice. <laughs> I was shouting to try to get my voice heard everywhere and I lost my voice. And I think, to be honest with you, quite a few of the cruisers were quite happy about that. Wow, that was amazing to get 400 people together to negotiate a better deal. Did you get noticed for it? We were in the Sunday Times and they called it solo power because there were so many of us solos that we now have the power of numbers for the cruise lines to start thinking, do you know something? If we give them a really decent solo price, then do you know what? They will probably cruise with us. And we did. If you give the solos a fair deal, we will cruise. If you give us a great deal, we will cruise in numbers. Really proud moment to make the Sunday Times. It really was. We see people nervous to come onto the chat sites and even start conversations. To then say they might be nervous about cruising is very understandable. But the chat sites work. They are there to help ease them in and help them find friends. On our sites, there are often event rooms for particular cruises. And if there's not one, just make an event with the right date and details. Then the room for your cruise is safely in the chat site. It's not good to DM someone unless invited to. DM direct message. And if you don't know how to make an event, as you go to post, there are little dots on the top right-hand corner. So if there's some things you don't like, for instance, if you don't like seeing jokes over and over again, just take that off your timeline. Don't need to complain about it. It's just not right for you. So take it off your page so you can make your page the way you want it. But you can build an event. Click on event room, build the event. If you've lost a partner, cruising doesn't stop. It's just the first step. Join a chat group. Because it's not comfortable for some, is it, Peter? Many are nervous about booking. That's one of the hardest decisions to actually book the first solo cruise. I think the biggest reason is everybody's afraid of being by themselves. That is the biggest fear. Being on a ship, watching everybody else have a wonderful time, and you're there by yourself. In the next year, there's going to be lots of opportunities to cruise with myself or any of the admin team, our wonderful admin team from Cruises for Solos. It means we're going to be there and help you enjoy your first cruising experience because we find that once you've cruised solo once, then you'll cruise again. And if you're not going to go on a hosted cruise and you are going to go on a cruise, my biggest advice is probably go on a ship that has solo meetups. And if they have a solo meeting, even if it's not hosted, make the effort to go to the solo meetings and go to each one because not everybody turns up at the first one. It's really worth it because you can make friends. Listen, the groups are great. The Cruises for Solo group's great. The Love to Cruise sites, the Doris Visit sites. Not the biggest? Well, Peter's is, I must, he must be the biggest solo cruisers site. They're just positive. Cruisers swapping information, tips and ideas. So please do think about joining a chat site, getting involved, starting conversation. Have you got a tip, Peter? A special tip for solos? You are solo. Make sure you bring a hat or something to put on the back of a chair for the buffet in the morning for breakfast. Because when you leave to go and get some more food or drink, which I did, sometimes you come back and they've cleared your table. That's one little tip. Great tip for everyone. 
be positive, have a positive attitude, chat to everybody, go to the solar meetings, make an effort and enjoy everybody else's company and advice. Pete, thanks a bundle. Thank you, Stuart. Thank you, Jean. Um, I really appreciate you inviting me on. Cheers. Next week, we have somebody very special joining us, the comedian Manuel Martinez. He's a magician, actually, so we're going to talk magic and comedy. He's hilarious. He is. So do join us next week. And this week, as always, we have David doing his technical tip. Yeah. He's here as a technical man, not a comedian. Well, I think he's funny. No. A man from UNCLE themed cruise. Sign me up. I used to love watching Napoleon Solo catch the baddies. What? That's not what you meant by a solo cruise? No. Okay. Well, actually, seriously, yes, I know that's very uncharacteristic of me being serious, but the last cruise that I was on was indeed solo. You see, I'd been asked to do some lectures making technology easy, and my wife couldn't make this cruise as she had another appointment at home. So it gave me an opportunity to experience life on a cruise ship as a solo traveller. And I was very impressed. I found no difference at all in travelling solo. Every day I felt comfortable and part of the cruise, from dining to dancing. Well, actually, I didn't do any dancing, and you'd appreciate why if you ever watched me attempt to dance. But whenever I wanted to walk the decks alone or be part of the wonderful company of fellow guests, I felt so welcome. One of the things I did make use of on that cruise is WhatsApp. Most of the time I had no data or Wi-Fi. So how did I use it? Well, I composed messages as normal. I added the compulsory photo of that evening's dinner and I pressed send. Of course, it failed to send. But then I waited until arriving in a port to get either data or some free Wi-Fi. And there I opened WhatsApp and I clicked the retry button to send the messages on their merry way using the free Wi-Fi or data. It saved me a fortune on having to use the ship's maritime service or buying Wi-Fi every day. Whatever we did, we do without WhatsApp. And however did Napoleon Solo beat the baddies without it? That's what I'd like to know. No. We're going to finish with an episode of Cruise Ship Heist. And a lot of you I know have switched over to listening to the whole book, which is actually free to listen to on YouTube, which you can find by going to youtube.com slash at Doris Visits. And there in the playlist, you will find a lot of things cruise port guides for the whole Caribbean or the Canaries or the Mediterranean, but cruise ship heist is there. Take it on your next cruise. Chapter number nine, hole limpets. I hope neither of you two hole limpets are dropping paint in this beautiful Costa Rican sea. Ronnie shouts to the workers painting the hole as she sorts through the dust sheets and goods left in their adjacent wheeled work cage with its side off. No, Miss Ronnie one says. The sea will be crystal when we sail out, ma'am, the other one shouts as they continue to work. Ronnie pulls out a large white dust blanket and shakes it in folds over Georgie's case. 
her foot against the side of the lower case to hold the cover on the lower one, she lifts the blanket with the upper case inside. I turn away and point to the hole. You've missed a chunk, I joke. A well-timed misdirection that takes me away from the action. A distant police siren is getting louder, closer. Ronnie calmly lays the sheet in the wheeled cage and takes a second sheet. But Georgie is in a panic, clutching her bag and noticing the police car with flashing lights stop momentarily at the port gate. I don't need to turn. I can tell the sirens are stationary. Then the police car is let through and accelerates. The sirens have the horrifying Doppler effect, a crescendo with speed as it comes straight for us. We should be getting on our international haven, I urge, wanting to distance myself from the other two. We're going to be arrested, Georgie worries. Not sure they can do that now we're dockside, Ronnie says calmly. We're in South America. Assume police can do what they like, I add without turning. Help me fold this sheet, Georgie, handbag in hand. And now it's gone. Ronnie firmly instructs. I hear various other noises, which I assume relate to the cage. Then Ronnie joins me quayside. Are you questioning the crew's work? She jokes loudly. I point at the hole, miming, as the three police officers leave their car on the dock and rush down the pedestrian jetty behind us. It was a short-lived fantasy, I suggest to Ronnie. They can't be for us. She's right. They ran straight past. She should take a bow at the success of her magic trick. We head back towards the gangway to see the two policemen and a policewoman disappear onto the ship. Yes, take it on your next cruise. And we have something very special for you next week. Yeah, actually, thousands of you, in fact, hundreds of thousands of you will know the cruise ship magician, or he's actually a comedian, but he's a magician known as Manuel Martinez. He's hilarious. And he's going to spend the whole podcast with us next week. So please join us and meet Gary. Bye, everyone. Have a great week. Thanks, everybody. Now look forward to joining us next week for Gary Manuel Martinez.